Welcome back, M&Ms. Did you guys know that Denise used to have a pet vole? Vole, yeah. Vole. Yeah. Yeah, she, she, used to, <laughs> she used to have a pet vole, and when she told me this, she said, I'll, I'll tell you more about it later, and then went back to her <laughs> office. So I feel like this is a great time for her to explain to us why she um, had a pet vole. So my brother came to me one day and was like, hey, you should come over. I have four baby voles. And, of course, I was like, okay. <laughs> and uh, I got there, and I guess where he worked, um, they had one of those basketball goals that, like, was filled with, like, sand or water in the bottom. Right. You know, and it, so it's movable, but it's really heavy. Mm-hmm. So I guess one of the kids that he works with, like, pulled the basketball goal forward because he saw a vole run okay. under it and he pulled it forward and then put it back mm-hmm. and then someone was like i want to see the vole and he pulled it up again and there was a mom with eight babies mm-hmm. under there and the mom and four of the babies got smushed oh no when he put the goal back down so david my brother who is also like very much an animal lover like I am. Uh, called me and was like, hey, I got these voles. I've been feeding them. Like, I've only had them for a couple of days. And I immediately was like, why didn't you tell me sooner that you had four baby voles? <laughs> I would have been over here immediately, you know. So I, like, went over there. And he picks one up and he puts it in my hand. And it's tiny. I mean, like, the size of a, I don't know. What is that? Like like an inch and a half? Tiny. Yeah, <laughs> tiny. Like super tiny. And this little vole just like he puts it in my hand. And at that point, like not afraid of human hands at all. And I, I guess because I'm I'm pretty certain that they were really new okay. when he found them. Um, and this little, tiny, adorable little boy, you could, it was so fluffy, you couldn't even tell that it had ears Aww. and a tail. It just looked like a little brown fluff ball. It was, <laughs> oh, it was so cute. Did you name him? I did. <laughs> he puts it in my hand, and he the vole like sniffs around, and then it curls up and falls asleep <laughs> in my hand. And I just lo- I just was holding him, and I was looking down at him, and I just, like, looked up at David and was like, I'm keeping him. This is mine now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> not giving him back to you. Uh, I immediately went to Petco and bought, like, at that time, this was a lot of money to me because I was, like, 19. Mm-hmm. I spent, like, $60 mm-hmm. on everything that I would need to, like, keep him going. His name was Darrell. <laughs> oh yes, I think you told me this before. Um, he, I can't. I think it was Mad TV. Um, there was this clip of this woman, and she um, played this character named Darrell, and she would go, "It's spelled like Daryl, but it's pronounced Darrell." <laughs> and so that's I, that's what I named him after because I wasn't sure if he was a girl or a boy. That's funny, <laughs> and uh, I loved that that uh, sketch. So yeah. His name is Darrell. He lived for like six months. He was totally comfortable with human interaction. Um, he had a wheel that he would run on, and it was a super 
squeaky Mm -hmm. like wheel so in the middle of the night i would if he was running on his wheel Mm because he was nocturnal um it would just be like squeak 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 so i would (laughs) i'd get up in the middle of the night in the dark and pull his wheel out of his cage like after i would just you know i've had enough enough. like yeah yeah, it's time for bed (laughs) darrell so i'd go and i'd grab his uh his wheel out and i would put it on top of his cage Mm mm-hmm so one morning I wake up and I also had a, a dog. I mean, we have another dog now, but my, the love of my life, Nikki, I had uh, her and she was a Catahoula Blue Healer mix. And I woke up to her um, just like looking, staring at something in the corner, like intently mm-hmm. and just barely kind of wagging her tail. And I was just like, oh no. When I took him, when I took the wheel out of his cage this one time, yeah. he just so happened to be in it. And he was so oh. light, I couldn't tell. Oh. And it was dark. It was, like, dark mm-hmm. in, in the room. So he had somehow, no, okay. he had, thank God, he somehow, like, jumped out of the wheel, jumped down, and got on my floor. I mean, it was really high up. I don't yeah. know how he didn't get hurt, but he was totally fine. Um and Nikki was like so intrigued but also I think a little like scared like why is this thing in here and he was just like backed in a corner like terrified and I went I like ran over and put my hand down in front of him and he just leaped into my hand that's so funny isn't that so cool yeah we also used to put him in a hamster ball and like sit in a circle and he would always just run to me that's cute He was the cutest. I can't say that I had a pet bull ever (laughs) at all. (laughs) Did you have any, like, weird pets at all growing up? Or Um, just dogs and cats? We always had a dog. Um, My dad's rule was always we only had, we were only a one-dog family. Like, we were were never those people who had multiple dogs at once um, until like 2012. Then we were those people. (laughs) Um, But we had two iguanas why no clue um my dad named them troy and emmett after the cowboys oh yeah and (laughs) honestly i don't know why we had them i don't know where they came from i'm pretty sure we only had them for like a few months they were terrifying and i'm sorry (laughs) if you enjoy iguanas good for you but i don't they were so gross and we gave one to a middle school teacher, I think, somebody that we it's knew. It's like a class pet. Yeah. And then my uncle Russ took one and he renamed it Barney. Um, my uncle Russ was single uh, for most of his life, so he loved Barney. Um, and has turned, like, legit turned one of his guest rooms into, like, Barney's room. The cage oh that he had was ginormous, probably took up, like, two thirds of the room itself and um the iguana basically like just kept growing and growing because his environment was good and huge that fucker was ginormous and so gross (laughs) he lived forever too i swear (laughs) i was like an adult by the time he died um so we had those and then birds parakeets we had one i think and its name was tweety and then my sister and i were like old enough to like know what was happening when it died 
So my parents just kept allowing us to like buy a new parakeet every time the one would die. And how, how um, many did you go through? Do you even know? I feel like two or three. And then at one point, we, my sister and I, were allowed to each pick out a parakeet. And of course, I stayed with the theme, the white and blue. The theme. We named. I named it Tweety, <laughs> and my sister had like a green-looking parakeet, named it Watermelon. <laughs> and at one point, we just never. One of my parents, I'm sure it was my mom, was like, "No, I'm done. No, no more, more birds. No, yeah, no more, no more animals that are not dogs." Um, but funny, some of you guys who know the person we're interviewing today, Bryce Musgrove, you may know of his dog, Brutus, who was the one-eyed, very cute, when I say very cute, like the ugliest so thing you've ever ugly. seen, but he was, yeah, yeah, so ugly that he was pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, one eye, and I, we should have asked him this in the interview, but I'm fairly certain he lost his eye because one of another dog that they had like like he annoyed the dog and the oh. dog got him Ugh. i could be totally wrong honestly i don't know what happened to <laughs> brutus's eye but he only had one um he lived forever too we should find a picture of him and yeah maybe we will definitely it, do that yeah share it mm-hmm. for everybody but we also need to get a picture of his tattoo yes thrasher the thrasher tattoo yeah mm-hmm. So I've known Bryce since I can remember. Um, technically, I think we met in kindergarten, but I you'll see in the, the interview here that I really cannot think of a moment when I met him. He's just kind of always been in my life. But one cool thing about him is he has skateboarded for, again, as long as I've known him. He made a business out of it, opened one of the first skate shops in Fairbanks, Alaska with one of our other good friends, and I just love that we kind of touched base on how he got through his dad passing away because we weren't that old i want to say it's like 2012 when his dad passed away yeah i think he said he had just started his college first year of college i think Mm -hmm. yeah he was only like maybe a semester in if i'm remembering Mm -hmm. right yeah which is nuts Mm -hmm. Um, this was the first time you met him yeah it's the first time i met him um he he definitely seemed to be super comfortable. Um, I really wish we had had more time with him. Yeah. Um, I think we could have uh, gone a little deeper. So he's definitely going to be a return guest next time he's in Fairbanks. We'll we'll get him back in the hot seat. <laughs> Here's Bryce. Um. So today I'm really excited. We've got my best friend growing up, uh, Bryce Lee Musgrove, <laughs> um, here talking with us, and I'm just super excited. So, um, say hi. Hello. <laughs> um. So Bryce and I grew up together. I lot not last night, but just a few days ago, I was like trying to think of like my first like legit memory of you, and I don't. I couldn't really think of one. Like, I feel like I just always remember you, like, being in my life. You told me that you used to uh, call him and, like, meet halfway to watch him skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be yeah, like, I'll meet first... you at the park. Let's meet you halfway. So, like, I grew up on one street, and Bryce grew up, like, two streets down, and we conveniently had this really nice park, like, right in the middle. So, we'd always, like, meet up. Hang and... out at the park every day after school. Yeah, yeah. every I, single I, day. <laughs> I remember I remember in, in uh, kindergarten, we were in different classes, and 
uh, I just seeing you at recess, <laughs> and uh, you had the short hair, and your name is Jordan, and I always thought she was a boy. <laughs> so I was like, you know, that was my my friend right. at recess. And then first grade, we had class together. Finding out she's a girl. Do you yeah. remember like the moment realizing I, she was a girl? Well, I ju- yeah, I just remember like, oh man, how did I tell my friends that, <laughs> that I have a friend that's a girl? Because oh, you know, you can't girl. like girls when yeah. you're a kid. You know, Booties, yeah. I'm like, how do you, how do I tell my other friends that my friend's a girl? That's so funny. So I had short hair. Let me just explain myself. I had short <laughs> hair because I was over at a friend's house, and for some reason, we had scissors. I thought it'd be a good idea to cut my bangs. And of course, I don't just like trim my bangs. I cut them so they're like, like, you know, half right. an inch away from my forehead. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my mom was like, well, too bad. I'm going to cut all your hair off now. I don't, so. I don't, she had like a jacket too. It was like a cowboy's jacket or something, you know? And it's just like, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's, yeah, that's a boy. Totally you a know, boy. we're just some yeah. boys. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan. My dad for that. <laughs> my, <laughs> my, my bro, Jordan. <laughs> Just a couple of dudes hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. In kindergarten. Yes. Um, so. And I, then and then Jordan's dad would always come to uh, lunch and bring her McDonald's or whatever. And Jordan always have the best lunches. I'm like, oh, Aww. man, I wish my dad would come with the, with the toys and stuff. I remember cool that dad. for sure. Yeah. yeah and, he was, yeah. he is so excited. So. Ryan most likely will go to Nordell too and my dad is like counting down the days I swear <laughs> I swear to God to where he can go and have lunch with her at Nordell yeah like, he's awesome. just, yeah. yeah I'm a That's big so fan cool. I'm a big fan of Rick so yeah 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 he's I'll have to, I, yeah. I haven't met him yet so oh funny. you got to <laughs> when they got married me and Rick polished off maybe a bottle and a half of wine just to ourselves <laughs> <laughs> every time he drinks that wine too he, he always brings you up like yeah remember I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i do i was there too it's my wedding you know it's kind of an important day yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that was fun That's funny. um i i think my favorite memory from like elementary school between you and i was when you played me blink 182 on your drums over the phone <laughs> like over the house phone <laughs> oh i will like gosh. never forget that yeah I always, that was so cool always, uh, yeah i always always tell people that i have a drum set or i had a drum set and they're like oh you still play i'm like no i got a skateboard the same year i got a drum set and that kind of <laughs> took over my life yeah i learned blink 182 and then i was dead sometimes sometimes <laughs> i wish i got the skateboard first and then the drum set and then maybe we would have you know, maybe I would have, yeah, I would have been better at drums and <laughs> Did. Could, could have not had to work full time or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did your dad play drums? No. Okay. No, but I remember we went to a Megadeth concert <laughs> in town, and my dad was like big on Metallica and Megadeth and Slayer. He liked a bunch of metal stuff, and uh, I guess my dad, growing up, played bass guitar. Oh, okay. But we so we're going to this Megadeth concert. My dad's all fired up, and he started playing the drums downstairs, playing Megadeth songs. I'm like, <laughs> dude, when did you know this? Like, you know? Yeah. I I think I was. I was definitely in middle school when we went to that concert, but I remember just being like, dude, my dad can do everything. Because I remember <laughs> when I first started skateboarding, we went to his buddy's house, and his and his buddy had a son that had a skateboard, and my dad hopped on the skateboard and did a kickflip like first try, and I was like, dude. My dad's the shit. <laughs> you know, he can do everything. So he skateboarded then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's like the main reason I ever started because he wanted to see me do it. Okay. And so then, and then and then that took over my life, and right. then my dad was like, "Do you like?" 
kind of getting, I could tell he was like fed up with it. Like every time I would get hurt, my dad was just like, you're done. <laughs> you <know? laughs> and, then, and then my dad's like, hey, you want to you wanna come help me work on this car? I was like, no, I want to go skateboard. And I could just see him just like, dude. <laughs> Damn it. Why did I do this? <laughs> so did he get you your first skateboard? Yeah. Um, I, Like I, my first skateboard was like probably a, like a cheesy like Walmart one you know yeah. like a fake one and then um my stepdad gave me a skateboard that he had mm-hmm. when he was like skateboarding so it was like a hand-me-down skateboard and then like my first like full like new skateboard Built. and everything yeah. was yeah for uh like christmas or something yeah yeah so what about um like skateboarding you think like made you fall like in love with it because obviously you still you still skateboard. Yeah, I like to say I still skateboard, but ever since I moved to Oregon, which I thought I was going to skateboard the most, I, I've been like three times. But yeah. I've been so busy there. Yeah. I went skateboarding the other day, and I had I thought I had a good day, and then I went home. to, <laughs> and I, t- I, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, this is awesome. And I was like, I'll just take the hill home. And I ate shit <laughs> bad. Like I'm still I'm still healing and I was like yeah I'm gonna take a break for a while. Yeah. Uh, is is there like do you have like a favorite memory of like skateboarding? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just I know. Uh. Just all of it was pretty cool. Yeah. I I don't I don't ever remember a time where I was like, dude, I'm sick of this or. It was just, it's just always, like always it was, been yeah. There. It was always like every time I had a hard time, I would go skateboard, and it was even like a bad day skateboarding was like not that a mad better at day it. in general. Yeah, yeah. Even if I like got hurt pretty bad, I was just like, I remember like, do you remember when I got real hurt and I fell off that thing and like couldn't walk for like a month? Yeah. And I, all I could think about is like, I can't wait to go skateboard <laughs> when I'm better. Yeah. And I remember I, I uh, as soon as I was good and could like walk again i got it like a board to just push around on like a cruiser board mm-hmm. and i was like all hyped on that yeah i'll just cruise around on that and stuff and the day i was like okay i just rode my normal skateboard and we went to uaf and i actually got knocked out that day skateboarding oh jeez! and I, that's one of the things i like tore up my arm i was like broke my glasses because i used to skateboard in my glasses for whatever reason and, and <laughs> I, I, I i remember i remember coming home it was literally the day after like finally being able like feeling good and yeah i got knocked out broken glasses tore up and my dad's like that was when he was like you're done i can't do this no more i can't pay these bills no more <laughs> you're done and i was like dude i'm not done man you know he was probably like a 70s 80s skateboarder they were more like yeah my dad they was weren't as yeah my dad was pretty was like kind of laid back and yeah chill. he he was he was pretty young when he had me so he was i mean my dad was always more like older brother i think of it yeah. like yeah but he he skated in like the early 90s but it was always oh, okay. like the mini ramp stuff yeah but and, you, yeah even yeah. then it was still, yeah, still kind of chill it was, like, it was more mellow yeah, yeah it was it was uh it wasn't as crazy it wasn't like yeah as intense as it is now That's we watched funny. that um that show on uh, vice um that i can't think of the name of now but it's like Oh, the King of the Road. King of the Road. Yeah, yeah, that's that's way too intense. That is that stuff is that is crazy. But those guys are professional oh, skateboarders, yeah. they, so they're like getting paid to do it. Yeah, yeah but that, I mean, even then, like just the stuff that they're that trying thing, to do, like that thing's cool because Thrasher magazine is yeah. like who puts it on, and they're like yeah. 
ginormous now. Yeah, but I remember huge, yeah. before, like when I told my dad I wanted a skateboard, he got me a Thrasher magazine subscription before I got a, a skateboard, mm-hmm. and he's like you're not a skateboarder unless you read Thrasher. <laughs> and so I got, like, Thrasher subscription for my birthday, and yeah. then for Christmas I got a skateboard. So, nice. like, I had – my birthday's in November. So I had, like, a month, right. and he got me, like, two magazines, and Some, I just like, remember research. seeing this every every <laughs> single picture. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And then now Thrasher is just huge. huge. Even yeah. people that don't skateboard yeah. were, you know, yeah. and it's, it's giant. ginormous. Yeah. I love yeah. that you have a Thrasher tattoo. I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, a drunk decision, but, <laughs> but I love we'll it. I'll have to take a picture of that for <laughs> yeah, yeah, so people can see it. <laughs> so I know that you and Ryan Bartlett opened Bart's Board Shop. Yep. What about a year ago? Yeah, it was a year ago last week. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And so back when we were younger we had a skateboard shop right Uh uh-huh and then we didn't for a really long time yeah and you guys were like one of the first ones we had so when i first started there was borderline which everyone remember that yeah yeah borderline was all over alaska they were in i i know for sure they had a couple in anchorage we had one here and i think in juno too and um the anchorage one one of the ones in Anchorage had an indoor park mm-hmm. and I remember that was, oh, a, cool. that was the first time I ever learned how to drop in on a ramp mm-hmm. and I remember falling for about an hour <laughs> straight just yeah. but like you're a little kid you it doesn't can, yeah. hurt yeah. yeah but I just remember falling until I could get it and um so borderline was around and I was so young then and so new to skateboarding and it seemed like a year later they went out of business but there was borderline and banana board at the same time I was going to say, wasn't there a banana something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, banana board, but I was, yeah, like I said, I was so young that, like, I didn't really have that experience. Mm-hmm. And then when those went under, uh, Mission Board Shop opened up, and that was when I was, like, 14, 15, and 16. And um, I just would, any free time I had, because I, I started working when I was 14, mm-hmm. and any free time I had, if I wasn't skateboarding, I was at Mission. Right. Just wanted to hang out with those guys because they were all good at skateboarding. Yeah. And I just wanted to be around them. And yeah. just uh, yeah. the first thing I remember, like, being obsessed with was those guys. Yeah. Because they were all good, and I was like, yeah. oh, they're so cool, well, you know? especially at that age, too, yeah. where you're just like, oh, in awe. Like, yeah. yeah. I, anything I did, they were just like, get away from that. Don't touch that. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah. I tried, like, <laughs> they had a speaker you could play your music. And I would just, my, all I wanted to do was plug in my phone. And I like, I, I swear every time I would plug in my phone, they'd be like, turn that off. And I'd be like, oh, I almost got it. Yeah. Me, yeah. me and Ryan both, Ryan would like, we both like rap music a lot growing up. So me and Ryan would always try and plug our phones in and they'd be like, turn that off as soon as you plug it in. I'm like, ah, oh, almost got it. Almost, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. But that, uh, they actually like, we ended up getting like decent enough to like be put on the team. And that was like the biggest thing in the world to me i remember mm-hmm. like obviously skateboarding you want to be pro skateboarder right yeah yeah but i just remember being like oh this is the best day ever and then yeah. it seemed like a month later they went out of business and like, ah, <laughs> damn it but then yeah so so, close. so we we opened up like almost 10 years after them because we felt that um it needed a shop here yeah because that was a crucial thing for us growing up 
is having somewhere to hang out when we weren't skateboarding yeah and having somewhere to learn everything about it yeah and like i guess like there's not rules to skateboarding but like i guess um how to how to act and and stuff like sure i learned everything like what you don't do like if someone's trying to trick you don't go and try the same trick yeah exactly etiquette yeah Yeah, for sure you don't go and try the same trick as them yeah because there's definitely like a lifestyle yeah like there you've got to have like some limits yeah it's kind of like unspoken yeah and i I feel like without a skate shop i wouldn't have known a lot of that stuff Mm -hmm. and definitely like all you do at a skate shop is talk about skateboarding and yeah. watch skate videos right. and stuff. And that was when that was important to us. Yeah, and you're surrounded by like-minded people who are all right. like yeah. passionate about the same thing. Anything, so. So, yeah. so, yeah, so we had about like 10 years without a skate shop, and I could see like there was kids that were like really into skateboarding, and I could see how they were doing things, and I was just like, they need a skate shop. They need like they need to learn the culture along with like the actual one of one of the big stuff. things I learned when I was a kid and I was first starting skateboarding was like right when like an iPod shuffle came out and I had an iPod <laughs> and like I wanted to skateboard and listen to music right. and all the older guys were like dude take the headphones no. out like don't yeah. like you're with <laughs> you your friends be aware. yeah, yeah. you're yeah. with your friends Just have a good time and like every kid we seen always had headphones in and like it was like dude that's like something it's just something little like that like you don't you don't know that because you didn't have older people to look up to and teach you the ropes which maybe sounds crazy but no it makes sense to me yeah yeah so so that was like we wanted just somewhere wanted somewhere for kids to hang out as well and Mm -hmm. have something to like be excited about like we started sponsoring kids and yeah and yeah we just wanted something good for them who um was it did you come to ryan or ryan come to you or just like just randomly talking and was like yep we're gonna do it uh so obviously like i said there wasn't a shop for a long time and we had zoomies oh yeah yeah but like we don't that's as close as what the closest thing they had here yeah and we didn't we didn't like going there Mm -hmm. because it's like a corporate big big mall thing and just like like, yeah and then just going in there and just being hassled and it's like dude yeah. i just i need a skateboard yeah. and i need to get out and i know what i need yeah <laughs> and, then, and, then, yeah, and then just 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 yo this will be good for you yeah. this will look good on you i'm like no dude just leave me alone yeah <laughs> and like i don't like obviously like i'm pretty big people person but like yeah. i like to get in somewhere and get right out i don't want to be at fred meyers for an hour right i don't have to be so i definitely didn't want to be at zoomies for an hour <laughs> yeah. talking to someone that doesn't well, know nothing about skateboarding. I was gonna say it's kind of like I don't know if you watch Parks and Rec, but there's this yeah. episode where Ron Swanson goes into Home Depot and he's like, "How can I help you?" And he's like, "I know more than you." And yeah, like yeah, exactly, walking, exactly. Like, yeah. Please don't talk to me. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. So, so at that time, I was ordering everything online that I needed, uh-huh. and I would order like if I ordered a board online, I would order at least like two or three, you know, and um, I had an order on the way, but I broke a board. And it was like midday Saturday, so I had no skateboard. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any like backups or anything. I was like, dude, you know, I was like, this is bullshit. This sucks, man. Like, I have three boards in the mail, but I they're not here, so obviously I can't skate them. I'm not gonna go to Zoomies and buy one for right. a day. And I was just bummed because I wanted a skateboard, but I was like, dude, this is bullshit, man. I wish we had a shop. And Ryan's like, we should do our own. And I was like, 
yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I ended up going up north, and it was like, it was probably like four or five months later, you know. And then I like texted Ryan, like, hey, do you really want to do a shop? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. I was like, let's think of names, you know. Because yeah. I had a bunch of money saved up from working up north. Right. Yeah. And then we just like started firing off names, and I was like, "That's corny." <laughs> and then I would send him a name. He's like, "Dude, that's terrible." Yeah. And then he was like, "We call Ryan Bart." Right. And um, he's like, "Let's call it Briz and Barts." I was like, "Let's just call it Barts." I was like, "Briz and Barts is way too long." Sure. Barts right. is simple. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. I love Bart Simpson. I was gonna say like <laughs> I feel like that's perfect though because you know yeah we call Ryan Bart but. Mm-hmm. You grew up like obsessed with The Simpsons, yeah. so like I feel like yeah, yeah. So it's a good so collab. so Bart's worked out great, and yeah, yeah. It was it was it was then on, and then um, we had our buddies that own the old shop here, and then a guy named Jason that owns a skate shop in Anchorage that they do very well. They're mm-hmm. like skateboard and snowboard, and they're like big time. I guess because we're so small yeah they're like big and like Jason and everyone that owned the shop here they helped us out a lot got us connections nice and it worked out and we're it's still kind of kicking it's it's weird we uh we had a location downtown and then we moved to a bigger location because it started like picking up and we wanted somewhere like we wanted a couch and all that stuff for like kids to hang out right and um that building ended up getting sold with like a week notice and we had to move out Jeez. we had no backup plan and it was midwinter so we're like well where are we gonna go in midwinter with a bunch of skateboard shit right and so we still don't have a new location so ryan's just been selling stuff pretty much out Wherever. of his house yeah which building was it that got sold um it's on mini street it was a blue oh antique. the blue yeah. yeah it used to be the antique okay yeah Crazy. I guess I didn't realize that it had sold. Yeah, I didn't yeah, either. she's I, she sold it to I think it's like a dog grooming place now oh, or something weird. Geez. Okay, but yeah, so we don't we don't have a location. Like I said, it was midwinter, so we're like, oh, we'll figure it out in the summer. But yeah, yeah, I I moved. Anywhere, looked anywhere? No, yeah. I mean I moved to Portland and stuff for work and just to get out of here. And Ryan works full time right at UPS and stuff, so we didn't really worry about it. He's like we're still doing all right like i can still sell yeah. this stuff yeah so basically it's just a bunch of people like hey i need a board do you have it and we're like yeah yeah and ryan it's pretty much all ryan's show like yeah. all i all i do is i order stuff yeah so which is cool i wanted yeah. it to be ryan's as long as thing you're in yeah involved in some way yeah, yeah i mean mm-hmm. i should probably be more involved <laughs> <laughs> but yeah ryan ryan is the man with it and he really likes it and you know ryan yeah, yeah i was ryan, gonna say i feel like that's totally him though ryan, too. like yeah, oh ryan, you need a board yeah i'll bring it to you like yeah, yeah ryan's uh he's he's so quiet and like kept himself but like definitely puts people in front of him which is cool yeah yeah and it 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 does well ryan's well i mean you're, guy. He, you guys obviously want it to continue if you both have full-time jobs and you're still like figuring out a way to make it work you know until there is like maybe some time or extra money to find a location yeah yeah cool yeah um so before you were kind of saying that skateboarding has just kind of like always been there for you like even a bad day was better yeah if you could skateboard so i kind of wanted to ask like 
how have you used um, skateboarding like as an outlet? Like, you know, for me, I, I like to exercise. I know you do too, but like that to me is like a stress reliever. Mm-hmm. Um, so like what kind of things has skateboarding like helped you get through? Uh, I guess everything, I guess. It, it's like so disciplined mm-hmm. because you could spend, I remember spending hours trying to land a trick and then finally getting it and it was worth everything I just did and that taught me a lot that taught me a lot of patience as in like my own life Mm -hmm. like you know things aren't going right just be patient and keep trying and things get better yeah which is I learned a lot from skateboarding I guess yeah are you a board thrower no, I, I, well, I, 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 I like. like I, there's been a couple times where like I've like definitely like thrown thrown my skateboard and freaked out and it's like try and blame the board, but it's like right. dude, dude, it's you. you I know? I remember like growing up, I would do this. I'd go to the park and like watch my friends skateboard and stuff. And uh, there was this one kid I always remember would get so pissed and like you know after trying and trying and trying and not getting it and he'd just every single time just like what like just toss his board yeah, and then eventually I, like you know break it in half or oh something just like those those cost money right like, yeah my my good buddy my good buddy tim you know tim yeah he was the worst always would break a skateboard cuss yell throw his shoes everything and it was just like take his shoes off just throw, throw his shoes that's funny but he's like the best skateboarder i've ever seen ride a yeah. skateboard but yeah. he was always I mean, passion he, for sure yeah but, he was always free, like and it'd be like dude you tried that three times why are you freaking out it's like that would take me two hours even, right. you know? and he was always freaking out and it was always funny to us and it was like it's not funny you know yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not funny when we would laugh shut it's not up. funny shut up <laughs> it, it, but it was hilarious always to us yeah. but but like i've i've always like tried to like not be that way but sometimes you just get so fed up and it takes over i remember like I never broke boards on purpose growing up. And last year I was at uh, Randy Middle School and we were filming mm-hmm. for our little video we were making. And I was trying this trick for like an hour. And I I ended up stomping my board out, breaking it, throwing it, cussing. And like Brandon, who does the filming for us, was filming all of it. And, like, <laughs> and it was like right before we were opening the shop, it was like the week before. And I, so we had a bunch of boards, so I'd like set up a brand new board and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I did it for like as soon as I had the new board, we like went back and I did it first try, and I was like, even more annoyed. Yeah, I was like, dude, yeah, but like I don't, I don't break boards, and I'm like, dude, will you please delete all that? Stuff? Like, I don't want people. To see, not me. Yeah, I don't want That's people to me. see me freaking out like that because I don't do that shit. That's funny. So wait, did you skateboard or no? I attempted skateboarding. You know, I think like at least my my our generation, like everybody probably attempt, attempted skateboarding yeah. at some point. And I lived in the middle of nowhere when that was like going on. And yeah, it like, seems like yeah. it's like huge now, but like it's definitely coming back. Yeah, but like, like there was a as a kid, it seemed like everybody did it. Yeah, at it least here. Huge. Yeah, yeah. You, like, I mean, a lot uh, of our friends definitely, definitely where I grew up too, and I grew up in South Carolina in the middle of nowhere. Uh-huh. So I mean, yeah, I think it was huge everywhere. It was just like people that didn't skateboard were wearing like 
Van stuff or Spitfire or yeah. Etnies. Etnies, like everything. That's what I, that's what I remember. Etnies, yeah. That's what I remember the most. Like, yeah. all the older... I never even had a pair of Etnies until, like, <laughs> until, like, I was, like, 17 or 18. Yeah. Really? Yeah, but I remember all the kids that were skateboarding and stuff that, like, yeah. when I first started, and that was the coolest thing in the world to me, and you could tell who, like, liked skateboarding. Mm-hmm. You could kind of tell who, like, just wore the stuff and <laughs> right. who was actually good at skateboarding. Yeah. And, like, uh... You remember Richard Robinson? Yeah. Yeah. So I remember being in like like maybe fifth grade and Richard Robinson lived in our neighborhood uh-huh. and he was very good at skateboarding. Okay. I didn't and know that. I and I would just you could just tell how he like walked. I was like, I wanna walk like that guy. <laughs> you know, he was like, That guy's good at yeah. Yeah. But like I you know, I don't he obviously didn't stick with it, but like when he was into it he was good and yeah that's that's one of the first people i was like oh that guy's cool like yeah. <laughs> yeah and he always had etnies and stuff yeah that's funny and then the cartier family yeah yeah, yeah. they always had every cool thing ever skateboarding <laughs> yeah. anything yeah so that was speaking of etnies it just kind of made me think of your shoe obsession <laughs> oh it's bad now it's like it was like pretty like i was like oh i don't need shoes you know for like a couple months i didn't buy a pair of shoes and i'm like mm-hmm. wow this is weird yeah and then i met savannah and savannah lives across the street from the nike outlet store oh, oh, shoot. No. oh my god yeah it's bad it's so like <laughs> we'll go we'll go to her house and i'll like, hey drop me off at the nike store and then i'll come back with like two or three pairs of shoes and i'm like ah, That's look funny. what i got and i'm like i think you were one of the first first people that I like I realized that people would like buy shoes but keep the box like, so like keep the hobby. shoe in the yeah. box and I just remember thinking that was so strange at first because you know I'm like buy a pair of shoes once every year yeah but like I, I feel like I don't know like every other week you'd be like yeah I'm gonna get th- these shoes like, are coming out next week I'm gonna buy these and yeah it's different now because then it was always skate shoes and yeah. now now I'm like more like just all shoes, shoes. Yeah, yeah like shoes look cool yeah <laughs> yeah but it was always it always used to just be strictly skate shoes for mm-hmm. me because i don't know yeah but were useful yeah. yeah yeah but now like yeah do you wear all of your shoes um or do you collect eventually i was gonna say i like probably I, gonna I, be def- hard, right i so definitely like, have a them? bunch of shoes i haven't even like we just got here to uh-huh. fairbanks on thursday night or whatever right. and i went to autumn's my stepmom's and i grabbed two pairs of shoes that i've never even put my feet in <laughs> and they've been at her house for a year Jeez. and i've just been thinking about them like oh dude oh, i, I miss this. those shoes <laughs> yeah. oh yeah That's but funny. i haven't even like they still have like the the uh one pairs in the box still and still has like the things you put at the toes yeah. whatever, whatever the <laughs> paper like, is yeah, yeah. The paper yeah yeah so side note, my stepbrother works at Nike. He works uh, in the marketing department and like he lives in Amsterdam. He works in their Amsterdam location. And I get a family discount of like nice. 40%. <laughs> That's right awesome. On. It's so sweet. Yeah. So like pretty Maybe much everything is Nike. It's probably cause... a blessing I don't get a discount like that because then I would. Yeah, yeah. Dude. It, and I seriously, like, I have to remind myself that I have it. Like, oh, yeah, I, d- I should probably order some. Like, yeah. Thank yeah, God I don't I mean, Because <laughs> it would be bad. I mean, when we get off the mic, if you want to give me the code. <laughs> <laughs> I might speak a few more. <laughs> That's funny. 
I don't know if I can condone. I can't oh, be an yeah. enabler. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> um, so I kind of want to transition and talk about your dad a little bit. Yeah, I think it's I. Okay, so I have known you like legit since kindergarten, and I swear to God, I don't know that I ever actually like met your dad. Like formally was like introduced or anything, but I feel like I I knew him like uh-huh. like I had. Um, but I feel like I know him through just like you. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like you guys were very similar. Yeah. Um, yeah. With just being like really fun and outgoing, and I feel like just the pictures I've seen of your dad are just like <laughs> legit, just you. <laughs> like I think you shared some of his like Halloween costumes, maybe. Yeah, recently. Yeah. yeah and I was like, oh my god, they're seriously. Yeah, that guy. Was, <laughs> that guy was funny. It was it was so crazy growing up because my dad was always like. I'm like, hey, my friends are coming over. He's like, no, they're not. <laughs> I'm like, why? Oh, my dad never let anybody no, come over. No, yeah. I think like, yeah, just like other friends would be like, have you ever been to Bryce's house? Like, yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. I remember going. I remember going to my friend's house all the time, and then I'd always try and have friends over. My dad's like, no. <laughs> why no. do you think that was? I don't know. My dad. My dad was. My dad was the coolest person I knew, but my dad was like, super. Don't take a picture of me. Huh. <laughs> He's like, no pictures. My dad was like, interesting. Uh, if we were getting a picture, it'd be like, smile. He's like, I am smiling. And it's yeah, like, like straight. <laughs> and it's like, no, you're not. You know? <laughs> Always, yeah. He was crazy. He was like, I'm like, I remember like Facebook was cracking off when it first started. I'm like, dad, you should get a Facebook. You know everybody in the world. Yeah. He's like, I'm not getting a fucking Facebook. <laughs> That's exactly. I tell my dad all the time, I'm like, Dad, you should get Facebook. He's like, Why the fuck would I get Facebook? Like, it just gets all like put out. I'm like, Yeah. I'm like, He's like, I don't, They don't need to know about my life. And I'm like, Dude, like, uh, I, they're your friends. Yeah. <laughs> they're your friends. And my dad would always be like, I wonder what, you know. I wonder what so and so's doing. Yeah. What they're, I'm like, Look them up on Facebook. Get a Facebook. Look them up. And he's like, I'm not getting a fucking Facebook. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. That's funny. But do you, um, do you feel like after your dad passed that like your ambitions or like your spirit or motivations like um, switched at all? Yeah, life definitely changed a lot. I was going to uh, college in Anchorage. Yeah. To be a, a, a elementary school teacher. Mm-hmm. That was my end goal, and then I had came back for Christmas break. Mm-hmm. Was obviously hanging with friends and seeing my dad and my stepmom and stuff and that's when my dad was very very sick it was like oxygen mask and all that stuff okay and um he had asked if i would drop out of college to go move with him in seattle so he could get like uh, a lung transplant and stuff wow. and i was like a first it was a for sure thing like yeah. didn't have to think about it i was like yeah that's probably a hard thing for him to ask though right? i think so probably like, yeah was i mean probably like he was so my dad was like wore this oxygen thing at home but would never go in public with him because he didn't yeah. he didn't want people to see him weak like that yeah which is like it's almost like dude like yeah no one's gonna judge you right you know? and it was like I remember I had a girlfriend at the time right when my dad was sick and we like went to visit and it's like one of my favorite stories of my dad because I remember walking and he was staying with my stepmom's parents and we we walked in to see him and 
as soon as the door opened, I remember seeing him fumbling, pulling this oxygen mask off Aww. real quick, and he pulled the shit off, and, like, I went to give him a hug, and, like, went in for the hug, and he just grabbed me and picked me up and flipped me over and put me on my back, <laughs> and I was, like, when when knocked out of me, and I'm, like, eyes are big, and I'm, like, what? You know, I'm thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's, like, this close, like, this close to my face, he goes, is she watching? And I, I was, like, looking over, I'm, like, yeah and he goes good i want i want her to know she picked the wrong one (laughs) (laughs) that's what he said i want her to know she picked the wrong one (laughs) and uh i just remember thinking that was so funny and that was like that was like peak sickness for him. That's probably like all of his strength, right? Like Absolutely. He had him, yeah. Yeah. Like he all knew that's what he wanted to do. Yeah, my dad. My dad was so funny. He was like, my dad to me was the funniest person I've ever known. Like, probably never will yeah. like know that's, anyone funnier. That's a lot of work for a joke. That was yeah, and I know, and I know. It, my dad had a, such a weird sense of humor. I spent like most of my life trying to make that guy laugh, yeah. and he would always be like. Could, wouldn't crack and I'd be like dude how the because f- I could always get my friends to laugh right no yeah. matter what and then yeah. like but I could hardly ever get my dad to laugh yeah. and that was like I was always trying to get him to- I wonder if he like did that on purpose yeah. Like, just I, yeah, you. I you know just Make to see worse. just yeah. to see if yeah. I could like get it up or yeah, but but I so I know like his sense of humor was so funny to me and so him doing that was like that's one of my favorite memories yeah. of my dad is just like because i know i because dedication yeah he <laughs> was he was sick and weak and like yeah he threw that off he, he picked <laughs> me up and tossed me <laughs> and yeah i was he's just like is she watching and i was like dude <laughs> i just remember being like dude but yeah but yeah so uh for sure when he got sick i was like yeah i'll I'll go with you for sure. So, yeah. what did actually, he have? What was it was his? called sarcoidosis, and it's like okay. pretty rare. Okay. Hmm. But yeah, I was I like went back to Anchorage actually to like pack all my stuff up there. Yeah. And chill, and I went on a Sunday, and I got a call Thursday that he had passed. So it was wow. like very quick. Really quick. And oh, then, easy. and then after that, I was like, well, I just dropped out of college. Right. And I'm working a bullshit ten dollar an hour job. Mm-hmm. And all I'm doing is going to this job, you know, making nothing. Yeah. And skateboarding and smoking weed. And I was like, I got to do something. Yeah. And so my dad always wanted me to do what I do now. Mm-hmm. He's always He was always pushing for me to join the uh, Plumber and Pipefitters Union. Mm-hmm. And so I did, finally. Just because that's what he wanted me to do. And I was like, well, that would be a good career. Yeah. And I I did it I applied and it worked out it was funny I like did the apply I applied had the interview it was really stressful you like you go in a room and there's there's six guys questioning you really? and they're all staring at you and they're yeah. asking you a bunch of questions yeah. are you sure this is what you want to do yeah. <laughs> they're like I mean like yeah. And they're like, well, yeah what 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 good do you think you have to offer the right. union and I'm like well I worked at my dad's company I sold plumbing parts for this but it was crazy. I knew everyone in there except for one guy. Mm-hmm. So everybody was just like talking to me normally, but this one guy was just like, <laughs> just like a hard ass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, it was funny. So when I finished the interview and you find out your results, like if you're going to get in or not or where you are on the list, and I placed number one, which was 
nuts. Damn. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is cool. You yeah. Know, like, I'm top of the, I'm for sure in, you know. It I'm is not, cool that they give you a list. Like, this is how well you did. <laughs> yeah, like, this guy's top priority. Right. So yeah. where, where, where yeah. I'm getting at with this is, like, <laughs> I go to first year school. I'm, I'm number one going in. There's 20 kids. We started with, I think, 30 kids, but, like, couple people didn't show up couple right. people dropped out that year so i think when uh at the end of the year there was 20 people i was 18 and 20 oh okay. based on my <laughs> grades and i remember you have to go meet these same people every year with your grades and they were so upset and i just remember basically getting chewed out about it yeah and then every year I was always at the bottom of the class. I'm not very book smart or nothing. So yeah. I, every year I was always at the bottom of the class. And I remember, uh, so I was 20 the first year. The next year I was 18 of 18. <laughs> the next year I was 17 to 18. And then the next year I was 13 of 17. And like, wow, you jumped up. <laughs> and Improvement. Then, then like, what, like maybe the next year it was like I was – 13 of 14 you know <laughs> yeah. and they're like what can you do to be top 10 and i was like i hope three more this people is, drop out. Me. Yeah. <laughs> i'm like well. what are you gonna do to be top 10 i was like hope three more people drop out <laughs> you know? that's funny. but yeah that was so i did that because that's what my dad wanted to do and you you know for sure that i was hated it yeah i yeah. i probably don't like work more than anyone <laughs> yeah I, I, I think that this is true <laughs> dude i hate work that's so funny yeah but i mean now i'm a journeyman and stuff and like i don't i wouldn't say i like my job but i kind of do yeah so you don't yeah. hate it anymore I, I definitely don't and i'm in oregon and every time i have like a bad day at work i'm like oh it's okay because i can go home and i'll go see a concert tonight and it'll be, yeah it'll yeah. be cool instead yeah. of being here and i'm like oh i hate my job i hate I'll, where i live yeah, <laughs> yeah. i hate my job i'll go home it'll be 60 below and then i just gotta wake up and it's 60 below again and it's pitch black outside yeah and i gotta go to my shitty ass job yeah so. yeah it makes a difference when you like where you are <laughs> do you feel like um so actually so after after your dad passed, you moved back up here, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, and then that's when you joined the the union. So you were here for quite a while. Five years. Okay. Yeah, and Anch when I moved to Anchorage, it was a step of me trying to get out of Fairbanks, mm -hmm. but, like, not knowing where to go. I went to Anchorage. My mom lived in Anchorage, so it was, like, somewhere I would have to stay and, like, kind of scared moving away from Fairbanks, right. so it was somewhere that was, like, comfortable Close that I could call home. Yeah. But yeah. I, was, I was still away from Fairbanks, which I wanted out of very badly. And then, so, when my dad passed, I had to move back here, and it Was that just sucked. to, like, help, kind of? Like, help the situation, or, like, help your stepmom? Well, I wanted or? to be around friends, because that yeah. was really hard for me, because yeah. my dad was, like, my best friend. Yeah. Yeah, so I was, like, needed to be around people that I trusted. Well, that's got to be tough, too. Like, you want to be around people that make you happy, but you're in a place that makes you unhappy. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and then I joined, I joined that, the union, and <laughs> I was just, it was for sure stuck here for five years. Yeah, yeah. And then they were, they were sending me everywhere I didn't want to go. I was going to villages to work up north in Prudhoe Bay. Yeah. Where, like, you don't have There's anybody nobody. to talk to. Yeah. And and it was, like, a thing, like, at least, like, you're at work in town. 
and you can go home and get away from these people. Yeah. But up north, you you're work with them. with them. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to hang out with them after. Yeah, yeah. you're sick of them at work. <laughs> you just worked a 12-hour day. Then you got to go home and you got to eat. And you have to eat right next to these guys. And you just don't even want to look at them. You're so disgusted <laughs> with them. You know, and it yeah. was just in it, and then just being up there for like three months straight, and just like the worst, yeah, attitude. And... <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I know a lot of guys get depressed like being up there just because mm-hmm. it's so isolated. I've I've actually been there. We stopped there on the way to Barrow, where some of my husband's family lives, and I was just like. This place is desolate. Like, yeah, there's the, nothing. There's literally and nothing. It's just, it just looks depressing. Like, it's yeah, there's no do. trees, there's no grass. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. Mud. You go to work and you get <laughs> off work, you're like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Luckily for me, it's like every time, like, people go up north. And so the first time I ever went up north, I gained like 30 pounds because all I did was eat. Yeah. I know they you, feed you a yeah, I mean, at least. You, you know? have unlimited access to food. So, yeah. when, so like, I made it my goal every time I went up there to like make eating healthy and exercising yeah. my way of like having something to Some do. Kind of outlet. Outlet. Yeah. yeah, so every every day when I would get off work, I would go straight to the gym they have there and I would run. I would I like eventually got to the point where I was running like 6 miles a day, so obsessed with it and I was like I'm going to make diet my top priority. Mm-hmm. So like I got obsessed with that and that like made being up there not as miserable yeah i was just gonna ask if you felt like that like helped you like oh for sure it It gave me a routine like i would like and like being in town Mm -hmm. like i don't eat three meals a day yeah you know but being up there you have the access it's so structured and yeah so like i would make sure like breakfast i have to eat breakfast at this time i would eat dinner no later than this time and it like made a way for me to like have something to, well it gave you something to control yeah like in a place where you have literally no control over anything it gave you something to like yeah and so i would definitely every time i would come back from up north like any of the other times i was always like in the best shape i would ever be in yeah mm-hmm. then i would just come home and just it's always it one way or the other with north with like the slope guys it's either they come back like gaining like a ton of weight because yeah. they did what you did the first time or it's the opposite where they just come what, back what, shredded what, they, yeah, yeah what like, killed me is that first time up there and they're like love i love candy i love ice cream <laughs> yeah. and they have same they have <laughs> an ice cream machine you could literally go up to and have as much as you want oh so i was hitting the ice cream machine like two <laughs> three times a night like dude it's here you know yeah and then just coming back like yeah <laughs> 30 pounds overweight and just like dude this is not that ice cream man i wish i had an unlimited ice cream i do not that's not i mean like i love that's it would be a problem problem. when i moved to portland all i did was eat we're actually like on a diet now (laughs) which is awesome like i definitely feel a lot better i was feeling terrible it's crazy my pants weren't fitting and stuff (laughs) you're like like, this is fine (laughs) um really quick this just popped into my head speaking of candy bryce is the only person i know that can chomp a gobstopper (laughs) in like one oh my gosh (laughs) that's that's scary oh yeah i don't know where i discovered that talent but i remember used to getting it used to make jordan laugh so hard but i would i I would throw him up and then catch him in my mouth and chomp it but when i would instead of just catching in my mouth i would have to crush it 
Oh my god! I don't know where that came from either. But I don't know. She would laugh. She would laugh every single time I did it. So of course I was like. Never well, chipped a tooth or anything. I mean, I have maybe. A couple, I, have I mean, a couple, maybe. I have a couple chipped teeth right now, and so dope. Well, that's definitely from that. You got that from your dad. Dedication to the joke, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. So so. Uh, Jordan knows Doug very well. Doug's yeah. my best friend, and. Alonzo's best best friend friend in the world we're just like a weird shape of best friends (laughs) yeah it's crazy it's so cool so Jordan is Jordan and Coda have been my best friends since I was like as long as I can remember since she thought she was a boy yeah and then and then Alonzo went to elementary school with us and like me and Alonzo always like as soon as I met Alonzo we were very good friends and then growing up Where'd Doug come in? Doug came in in middle school, (laughs) yeah, just just randomly. Just walked right in. Yeah, randomly, I I was a grade older than then, but Alonzo and Doug were, like, best pals, and then me and Alonzo were good friends, and then I met Doug, and then me and Doug started hanging out all the time, and then Doug became Mm -hmm. my best friend, you know? And then, so, like, I don't even know when Jordan and Alonzo decided they were going to start doing whatever they were doing. <laughs> and I remember thinking it was so weird at first. Yeah, probably. I, I still think it's weird. Like, people will ask me, like, where'd you and Alonzo meet? And they're like, I ha- I'm like, elementary school? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, technically, that's where we met, but... Yeah. Honestly, never saw it coming, but, like, <laughs> honestly... Honestly, like, who better... Yeah. each other like it makes sense now but it was oh, weird at first <laughs> it was definitely weird at first because i like alonzo is the worst person at answering the phone so we used to have this thing where like call alonzo oh he's not answering we'll just go to his fucking house then yeah and then literally me doug would just go to his house mm-hmm. walk in and he'd be there playing video games or something you always knew he was going to be home so right. we would all, we, yeah that hasn't changed. <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, so yeah, so we would just go to his house, walk into his house, don't even knock, you know, act like we live there and hang yeah. out. And then I remember when him and Jordan started dating, I was like, oh, we got to start calling. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we got to start calling and stuff. And then and then it was a thing can't like... just walk in anymore. Yeah, and then it was a thing like, well, Alonzo's not going to answer. Oh, I better call Jordan and see if he's there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jordan will answer. And that's still... That's, <laughs> Doug's calling. <laughs> that's, that's still how I get a hold of Alonzo. Yeah, through Jordan. Yeah. I, was, I was just telling Savannah and Doug that, like, for the whole playoffs, for the finals, like, the first game that the Raptors and Warriors played, I texted Alonzo because the Raptors were up, and I just sent eyeball emojis, and that was it. And he didn't reply, which I didn't expect him to. But then but then three games later, I texted him. I'm like, who you got on this game? Because it was the big game. Like, if Raptors won, they were going to win the thing. And no reply. So then a couple days later, like two days later, I texted him. I was like, all right, good talk, man. Um, I would just like to say that that's how our text messages work, too. I just text him all day long and just – I know he's reading them. Well, so. no, it, it's – it's so hilarious because when you guys when you guys were like really serious Mm -hmm. dating uh i think he had you in his phone as baby girl yeah so no matter what if you called he would always i would get an answer yeah yeah he would always like pick up his phone and like see who it was and put it back down (laughs) but if it said baby girl it's like gotta take this into like first ring baby girl hey what are you doing dude you know yeah. always and then i'd always he'd hang up the phone and be like so 
like, so you answered her calls, man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, per, for is. whatever reason, I was always upset about it. I'm like, oh, so you just going to answer her calls and not ours, man? <laughs> yeah, not anymore. That did, that did, that was a long time. <laughs> yeah, off. like, I knew 100% he would answer my phone calls all the time. Uh, dude, no. yeah, always. It's like, oh, shit, big, big girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of our, like, little circle of best friendships, uh, do you remember, I think we were coming back from the Howling Dog. So I think there was some alcohol involved in this, but Alonzo was driving and we were talking about like, yeah, when we get married, like we're going to, um, these are who we're going to have on Alonzo's side and like forever. I think like literally since Alonzo <laughs> and I started, out started dating, I was like, you are not allowed to ask Bryce to be a groomsman. <laughs> like he will be standing on my side. He was my friend first. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah. I always remember that uh, Alonzo like being like, Oh, when their when their wedding happens and Doug's like, Doug's obviously going to be the best man. <laughs> and then I'd be like, yeah, you know, I'll be a groomsman. And, and Alonzo got a kick out of him. He's like, no man, you're on Jordan's side. Like, no man, I can't just be a dude on the girl. Side, I'd, be, I'd be so mad about it. I'm like, no, dude, you got uh, no. I'm on your side. He's like, no, man, I don't make the shots. I don't make, you know, I don't make the rules. And I feel like there was a moment where you were like, okay, fine. Like, I, I definitely like, I have a lot of friends that are girls, and like a lot of like f- girls. Like, this is my chance to be on the guy side, man. I, I, I have a <laughs> lot of friends solid. that are girls that I would call like best friends, like Bree yeah. and yeah. Sarah and yeah. them, and and uh. I just was like finally like okay with it. I was like Jordan. This is what you want. Jor- Jordan is the only person, only girl I would be on the bridesmaids. Side for. <laughs> the I was like I would I would not do that for anyone else. Yeah, and then but then that night I think we were like, but like what if you actually marry us? Then you don't have to be on either side. Like you're right, right. in the middle and. I think that was the night we decided that that was going to be a thing. Yeah, that was the probably the hardest thing I ever did in my life, too. <laughs> well, I'm going to need some advice because my husband and I are marrying our friends, and we're doing it together. Like, him and I are doing it together, and I'm so uh, freaked out. It's in front of, like, 200 people. Okay, so <laughs> so I've, like, never had a problem being in front of people talking. No. Which is, I think it was super weird when you were like, I am so nervous, or I was so nervous. I'm like, yeah. dude, you literally spoke in front of thousands of people. I like, did, I, yeah, I, I did. Don't get it. Special moment. I did, like, I did uh, stand-up comedy for a bit. Yeah. I spoke at graduation in front of all those people. Didn't skip a beat. Wasn't nervous at all. And then, and then, Jordan Alonzo, they're getting married. They asked me to do it, and I'm in front of Alonzo's family, who I know extremely well, and Jordan's family, who is like my family. And there's maybe 15 people there. Yeah. I was sweating. <laughs> all people I know very well, and that was the most nervous I've ever been in my life, and yeah. sweating, and I was like. Dude. So no advice then. <laughs> don't know. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. I don't. Uh, just get through it. Just yeah. Like, honestly. Figure it out. I mean, because like that was like the most comfortable I could be with people I know. But I don't know. That was such a big moment yeah. in their life, and it's a lot of pressure. It was big on me, and I remember yeah. just they asked me, and it was a for sure. Yeah, I'll do it. But I remember being stressed out for like, weeks about it. I'm like, I, yeah. Yeah. Like, I know, because like me, I always want to be like. Oh, I gotta get this joke off, and then I'm like, oh, well, I can't. Like, yeah, I want to be funny, but I'm like, dude, this is serious. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't fuck up their thing because yeah. I want to be funny. Right. Like, yeah. I have to take this very serious. Well, when yeah. we 
that one that one was kind of weird because it was just like super quick it was like two weeks in advance I was like hey I think we're gonna get married and I think we're gonna do it in my parents living room like just super low-key like really quick decision so it was like I think I like just put together something and I was like here just say this like this is fine but when we have the reception I would totally yeah like just you doing your own thing, like cracking jokes, embarrassing Alonzo. No, I would just, yeah, like... I would just probably tell embarrassing Alonzo stories. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what you're supposed to do at the that like, dude reception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just remember, I remember the funny, my favorite part about that night, besides drinking wine with your dad, uh, is you brought out the certificates that we had to sign, yeah. and I signed it, and you're like, is that your signature? And I was like, that's how I sign everything. You're like, well, is that like okay? Because I, I, I just, I literally do a beat and I write a line and then I do some scribbles on the line. Right. And I think that's my signature. She's like, that's your signature? It's like, that's what I yeah. go with. And she was like, okay. <laughs> and I remember thinking that was hilarious because I was like, dude, I, I remember just thinking that was so funny because like if we turn that in, like, is that okay? <laughs> Except gonna like return it because of your signature. Like, yeah, who is this? I'm just weird and really obsessed. Yeah, no, with, I, I understand. Who is B Scribble? You know. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, that was that was a fun little night. That was the best night. <laughs> um, what is this? Is just super random, but what is your favorite memory of me? you think of or just like something super stupid that we did yeah give us a good embarrassing jordan story uh, man you know, i'm pretty cool so i don't <laughs> just... yeah i don't know i i don't really i can't really think of anything embarrassing for jordan jordan was always like jordan was always the first person i went to that when i had a problem because she was always help me out yeah so yeah. I know. So um, the park. I feel like the the park in. Well, you, so you're asking an embarrassing yeah. story, and every time I think of an embarrassing story with you, it just turns a Raven McAfee kneeling <laughs> and dog shit. And that's not embarrassing for you. That's embarrassing for her. But like every time we went to the park, she would kneel and dog shit. Yeah. So we. So growing up, we had like we had like a group of like five or six people that like literally every day after school we'd go to the park in Slater and um one of our friends Raven like yeah it was like dude what are every you time every time she'd like have to go in the porta potty and like <laughs> and so like I see I see your sister maybe once a year now yeah and every time I see Brooke she's just like dude Raven <laughs> and we all as I don't even know how it gets brought up but we always talk about Raven kneeling and dog shit somehow and that's like Anytime like I see how many Brooke, times are we talking? Every like, time, legit. And we went every there. Every single we time. We went there every day, and it was almost like, dude, Raven, man, just, yeah, just don't, you yeah, kneel. dude, just <laughs> don't, like, yeah, just stay on your feet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, um, Michael, Bring a change of pants. It has, like, you know, the the park has that like, um, what is it called? The spinning thing. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. So. We went to school with this kid named Michael, and, it, like, I swear to God, since, like, the day he moved here in, like, fourth grade, he's just ripped. Like, just <laughs> so grade. big, yeah, and muscular, and he, we would all get on the merry-go-round, and he would just spin it, like, to where we were getting off delusional. Like, we couldn't even, <laughs> like, stand up. It was so crazy. Um, 
but when you were like going to Jordan for like problems so we used to like pick one like one of us would like pick each other up from the house and just park at the park and then just like sit there and talk for like hours it was like a little therapy session and then yeah. we're like all right nice all right good <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one's seen me cry more than Jordan has, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah um and when you were like, I don't have, when I think of embarrassing thing, it's all like other people, but like I'm there. So do you remember it was Halloween and we were in Torgan's van and we were like all trick or treating and I think you were just trying to be funny. <laughs> oh, I and, know exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah. We had, so like the police are out, you know, and they're handing out the little glow sticks and stuff and Bryce is like in the back seat, and I don't, I don't even remember, but you just like chomped on it or something <laughs> and, it, and all of a sudden you just like freaks out and we look back and he's just glowing like his whole mouth is just like and we were like what do we do like is that poison yeah like, I, was, I was stressed totally out uh, yeah i was stressed out. i remember i was just there's like, like glass in those things i'm pretty i don't sure. know what it is but i was like dude how funny would it be i was like i'm just gonna bite on this thing and, and then i took a bite and it exploded in my whole mouth i remember them laughing so hard because it's like middle of winter so obviously yeah. it's dark out it's and I, I, i'm in the back of the minivan and my mouth Mouth is glowing green. <laughs> I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> and we were just like, uh, that was funny. It goes back though to the dedication of the joke, man. Yeah, that's yeah, that's always. That, yeah, yeah. I just like, I literally can't. I can't think of anything embarrassing about Jordan because I just remember always thinking, dude, Jordan is perfect. You know, she's Put the together. best. Together. Oh gosh. Let's never interview Alonzo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he might have some good He might ones. change it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. Embarrassing. A prom freshman year. Oh, we go to prom, gosh. and that's not even embarrassing for you. Your boyfriend at the time had two black eyes. <laughs> oh that was so, yeah. That was... So I didn't even know he was coming, right? I was, like, pissed because he was, like, no, I don't want to go to prom. And I'm, like, fine. Probably because he just... had two black eyes. No, I'm pretty sure that happened, oh. like, the night before, right? Yeah, he got in a fight the night before prom. It was from a fight that he had two black eyes? Yes. Yeah, he got punched. He got, he like, got his nose broken. So, oh, yeah. okay. So, yeah, yeah, but okay. he was, like, he didn't even look the same. I, I, I don't I, think. Like, no, his he nose didn't. was so swollen. My and... dad was ripping on him. <laughs> yeah. But you guys did pick us up in, like, a limousine. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. I remember that, like, feeling super cool. And you were going with Sierra, who oh. is my best friend. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny to look back at those photos. Cause those it's like, photos oh, are hilarious. Man. <laughs> I remember. We thought we were looking so good. Uh, it was so funny. Uh, that suit I had was absolutely ridiculous. Okay, yeah. Bryce always had the best suits. It was, like, teal. Was that one teal? Yeah, that was the first, like, or like that was prom, and it was blue. like the first time I was going to prom, obviously, and I didn't know the rules. I just knew you had to match your date, so I like, I you had so to, instead of matching like the little pocket square. No, no, yeah, I went all out. Like, like you have to match your date, and I had a huge crush on Sierra Luke when I was fourteen years old, and I was like, oh, I gotta go all out. So I remember I rented a turquoise suit. Her dress is turquoise. Oh, my my God. suit jacket, my pants, and my hat <laughs> <laughs> were the same color. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing this right. But I feel like right. that like started a tradition for you because you had like a like a royal blue one at one point. I had point. a blue suit. Yeah. I had a red suit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Jesse Feaster had the blue dress, mm-hmm. and I had the suit that matched. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My God. Then then every then every other thing I went to was with Amanda. 
And so whatever she did, I'm like, yeah, I got to match it. <laughs> she had a leopard dress one year. I had oh, leopard no. print shoes. <laughs> <laughs> because you fun. couldn't find a leopard suit? I just wasn't. I wasn't. It wasn't I, that, I figured wasn't out. I figured out the rules by then. Limit. Yeah, I found <laughs> out the rules. Couple. I'm like, you don't have to look exactly <laughs> the same no more. <laughs> you just have to match a little bit. But so a 14-year-old me did not know that. That's so funny. <laughs> uh. That was funny. And what was our the limo driver? I remember him being like Span the man. Yeah. <gasps> I know that guy. <laughs> this is like so we I worked at a sal- hair salon and there was like this 88-year-old client who would come in but she had a driver and it was Span and he would come in and like drop her and be like all right guys, yeah, take care of her, you know, I'll be I'll be right back. Like he just he was always like Talking with us, he was kind of like her caretaker. Like, he would just drive her around and stuff. But I know him. That's so funny. And he is interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that being, like, probably one of the most, like, memorable, like, transitions to to (laughs) prom or ball or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that was was a crazy night. Yeah. I, dude, yeah. That freaked me out, honestly. Going to prom and, like, watching how people were acting. (laughs) I remember going there, like, obviously my first prom yeah go in there and like not knowing what to expect and then just seeing like the crazy <laughs> like dirty dancing and like yeah people is get this down. allowed <laughs> and i remember i remember like even after that they had like make enforced rules like you're not allowed to dance like that no more and i'm like yeah. i'm thinking thank god because you know? <laughs> i seen crazy. some i seen some gnarly stuff go down yeah yeah we should probably not even get into the, no, that the was nasty yeah. stuff. That, we, oh. <laughs> that was funny. Right. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming and hanging out with us for an hour. Yeah, no, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty easy. Uh, do you want to tell people where they can find you on social media and stuff or how they can get a hold of Bard's boards to, you know, get any skate gear? Um, yeah, I would just – we have an Instagram Bart's board shop on Instagram. Um, I don't want to just throw Ryan's number out there. No, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> if you call my number, I'm just gonna give you Ryan's number. <laughs> so. And what's your? It's AK underscore Brizzle. On Instagram, yeah. 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 Right, cool. And ours is. Uh-huh. You can do ours. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mental M Podcast. Hey M&Ms, thanks for joining us once again on Mental Maintenance Monday. We wanted to take time to remind you that your story deserves to be told. That's right, and you can always reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Mental M Podcast, or email us at mmpodcast1 at gmail.com. We love you. Bye.